I've always been, I guess, highly sensitive to other people's vibes and it's taken a lot for me to be able to not necessarily pick it up and then feel that way myself too. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to or back to the show. Thank you so much for clicking on today's episode. I've got a really fun topic planned out for you guys today and this is something that I've been... I guess kind of just learning in recent months, I guess. I don't know. I obviously try to make the topics super relevant to whatever is kind of going on in my life, big themes for me. That's kind of something that I've been saying a lot lately. Like, oh, that's a big theme for me. Pretty much anytime I keep hearing a quote or seeing a sign or reading something, I just can't help but think that's a big theme. Something that's been heavy on my mind lately is just finding better ways to manage my energy so that way I can be a better person overall and like keep myself in check but also make sure that I'm not putting off a bad vibe to anybody else. So that is what we're going to talk about today. Um, Life updates, I don't really have much to say to be completely honest. Last week I shared that I'm working on me. (laughs) Something that I like to do at the beginning of every month is set goals for the next 30 days and I start to set those goals based on my intentions for the month and I was flipping back through my journal on the 31st of October and today's the 2nd of November but on the 31st of October I was flipping back through my journal and I saw in September I wrote down a couple goals September 1st and all three of those goals that I wrote down came true And I hate to use the word came true because obviously we work for goals, but I kind of had forgotten about them to be completely honest. It was one of those things that I wrote down and then I got distracted by some other things and I just wasn't really focused on or prioritizing my goals. And it's just kind of funny how because I wrote them down, like I logged them somewhere, these were kind of more just like, I want to say wishes but just a couple things that I was like, oh, that would be cool if that happened, but I never created an action plan, yet for some reason, I flipped back, you know, almost two months later, I was like, oh wait, all three of those things actually happened in the month of September, so that was pretty cool. Um, October, I guess I didn't set goals because I looked for them in my journal, I'm like, where the heck are my goals, and I, I don't know where they went, might have also been distracted there as well, but November... Um, obviously, because I'm focused fully on me right now, I jotted down some goals. So if you haven't set goals for the new month today, when you guys are listening to this, would probably be the third. Um, it's still not too late. So you can definitely still set goals for the month of November. And I figured now would be the perfect time to kind of just walk you guys through what my monthly goal setting process looks like. This is also kind of how I journal every morning at least these two first things so I always like to start with gratitude and this just kind of starts to put you in a good headspace I think that showing your gratitude towards something or someone is always just I don't know kind of a reflective moment and it just kind of helps like open your heart a little bit so I always jot down a couple things that I'm grateful for And then I like to jot down some affirmations, so I just kind of let these flow. I like let my pen write whatever it wants to, and whether it's like, I'm beautiful, I'm successful, 
I'm confident, I am moving in the right direction, I am strong, I am smart, like whatever you need to affirm that day, I just kind of let myself write those things down. So those are the two things that kind of stay constant throughout my journaling. And then if it's just like a random morning, I will do a brain dump. So like this morning, for example, I just did a brain dump. And then if it's a goal setting or intention setting session, this is what I do. So I write down my intentions for the month. So intentions are something that I hate to use the word in the definition, but something that you're going to be intentional about. And then a goal is kind of more rooted in action steps. And intentions may be like a feeling or a thing or whatever. I feel like I'm doing a shit job explaining this. But your intentions and goals can be different or sometimes they cross over. There's a gray area there for sure. Um, But one of my intentions is to release negative energy from my body because I physically feel like pain in some areas of my body that I don't typically feel anything there. And so I just know that something's off. Something's like not aligned correctly. And another one of my intentions is to surround myself with a community of great people. This is another theme that's been popping up for me lately is just building strong friendships and finding a community of people here. If you guys are familiar with my story, you know that I moved here back in February. And making friends as a young adult is probably one of the weirdest things that I've ever had to try to do. For the first time, I feel like I have a couple different really solid friends in different areas of my life, but I would love to have like a a friend group, you know? Like I watch friends. I'm like, I would love to have like six really close friends. Like how freaking cool is that? So this is just me speaking into existence, I guess. The fact that I'm going to have a really solid community of people around me soon and I know it and I can feel it but it takes work and I would love to do a whole episode on friendships because um, it's it's interesting doing that as an adult. And then for my intentions, I pull some goals. One goal is to create some sort of shift. So I don't know what the shift necessarily looks like, but there's something's got to change. Like something in my day-to-day is just not really working right now and I need to do something about that um, to kind of release whatever this like stagnant slash negative vibe is from my body and my mind second goal is strengthen current friendships um, and then work to find new ones so this means dropping into maybe new communities maybe it's a new fitness class maybe it's a new gym maybe i join some sort of club maybe i get girls in the geneva group chat together and we all go out and i don't know for coffee or something i don't know what this necessarily looks like but i need to write down action steps strengthen friendships and create new ones And then I've got a couple other goals that still have to do with like my project me or whatever the heck I called it last week. Um, But I'm going to keep those kind of more private for now. And then I always like to write down a couple reaches. So things that probably won't happen, but this one's more of like a wish list. So three reaches. And then on the next page, I write down elaborate on your goals. So this is where I jot down the goals like a, a heading and then I will just kind of brain dump kind of like what the goal means to me, where I want to be, how I'm going to get there, all that kind of stuff. So writing these things down is super cool because you go back and you're like, holy shit, I've come so far. Or you're like, oh, well, I kind of reached that goal, but it went a lot differently than I thought it did. Or, whoa, I was way off base here and something better happened instead. I hope that that was kind of helpful as far as like goal setting for the new month. I know that we're kind of wrapping up 
2022, which is so strange. Um, but you're going to start to hear a lot about like New Year's resolutions and goal setting for the new year and all that kind of stuff. And I just want to remind you, first off, I'm such a fan of new beginnings, no doubt about it. Um, so I will fully be capitalizing on the whole New Year's thing for sure in the best way. Um, but you don't have to wait for January 1st to, to set goals or to start something new. You can truly start right now. Like, imagine if you started right now, you would have two months of whatever you're doing under your belt before the new year even starts. So why wait two months to start? Just start now. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. So, no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans, to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. You guys have heard me rave, absolutely rave about my Athletic Greens AG1 and that is because it has completely streamlined my supplement routine. So I used to be the type of person that would take like a handful of supplements and vitamins and that just really wasn't working for me. But now with AG1, everything has changed for the best. In just one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, all the things. When I take AG1, I just genuinely feel better. I feel like I don't hit the afternoon slump as hard. I feel like my digestion flows a little bit better. On 8020, we talk about micro habits quite often, and AG1 is a small micro habit with big, big benefits. And it's one thing that you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. So, if you guys want to get your hands on some Athletic Greens AG1, right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop into water every day. That's it. There's no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy for you guys, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash 8020. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash 8020 to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Let's go ahead and get into current favorite, quote of the week, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, I'm not really like a product girl. I don't really like spend hours in Ulta like getting and using products. I like keep my products and my skincare pretty minimal. But lately, I've really been just more interested in products for some reason. Maybe it's like the holiday season. I always think of products as like really good stocking stuffers. And um, also like great debate here. 
did Christmas, like, or I guess the holiday season, did it start like November 1st or are you like an after Thanksgiving person? Because I came home and the apartment was like starting to be decorated for Christmas. So (laughs) I'm not mad about that in the slightest. I'm just interested and curious. Do you guys get holly jolly like real early on or are we, are we waiting a little bit? Let me know in the group chat. Link is uh, in the show notes. I don't know. I've kind of started to feel like I'm interested more in products. So Lexi's like a big product junkie and she's real big into the GlossierBomb.com. So she's got a bunch of those and they just released like a hot chocolate flavored one. So I ordered it and I'm excited for that to come in. But the one that she has, I want to say it's like the coconut one and the mint one. And guys, this is like the best lip balm I've ever used. Some of them are tinted. So it gives your lips like a little bit of like a whatever the tint color is but the untinted ones are just as good and sometimes all you need is like a little gloss to like spice up your makeup look or like kind of make yourself feel more refreshed so i've been loving that especially as like the weather is starting to get colder and everything is like drying out for me per usual our quote of the week will kind of segue us into today's topic so i saw this on pinterest the other day don't know who to attribute it to but it said, your energy is your greatest currency. What you focus on is what you become. I've always been kind of, I guess, highly sensitive to other people's vibes. And whenever I get around someone that just has like a negative output to them, I truly cannot stand it to be around them. If someone is putting off a bad vibe, you can be sure I'm probably going to pick it up. And it's taken a lot for me to be able to not necessarily pick it up and then feel that way myself too. Like if someone's in a bad mood, say it's like at work or like a family member or like someone in my house, if someone's in a bad mood, I tend to mirror that. So for me, knowing how to kind of like put up this shield or a bubble or a wall and not let other people's energy or bad mood or whatever impact me is super important now on the more positive side what's really cool is that because i am super sensitive to other people's moods is if someone is in a really really good mood or if someone's really excited about something it's also really easy for me to mirror that as well and so there are certain people in my life like lexi's a perfect example she's super bubbly she's happy she's fun and it's really really easy for me to mirror that and so that's why oftentimes a lot of people are like oh you guys are like carbon copies of each other and I probably attribute some of that to obviously the two of us spending like day in and day out with one another but Lexi's my sister by the way she's also my roommate one of my best buds and the two of us just have a ton of fun together but but I kind of do attribute that to me being able to kind of like reflect other people's moods so for me I think that sometimes when I come away from hanging out with a certain person I either feel really really happy and my cup is full or I feel really really drained and so that's kind of a telltale sign for me as to what type of energy this person's putting off and if they're an energy giver or an energy drainer I was in a yoga class one time and I might butcher this fun fact but The instructor was telling us about how you can feel other people's energy from up to like five or six feet away from them. 
And so she was talking about how in yoga specifically, when you roll out your mat next to someone, make sure that you're not radiating a bad vibe. So if you had a bad day at work, if you've got something going on, check your baggage at the door because when you walk into the room, you want to let that shit go and just be fully present so you're not negatively impacting another person. I was like, wow, that's really interesting because, and that makes so much sense as to why, at least for me in my experience, I feel other people's mood, energy, vibe, call it what you want, so deeply. So that was like two years ago that I heard this. And ever since then, it's just always kind of been in the back of my mind. And I know that I can really only control how I'm feeling. So then that leads me to learning how to manage my energy. So I've come up with four easy ways to protect and manage your energy, whether this is at work or in a group of friends or in your relationships or maybe it's on social media maybe it's you know when you log onto your phone how do you protect yourself from the bullshit that you see online Uh, maybe it's in a family setting i feel like these things can apply across the board any area of life even when it comes to yourself like what's the energy that you're putting into you step number one item number one is to become hyper aware of how you feel around certain things so we already kind of touched on this a little bit but I know that there are things in your life that you dread and I was talking to a friend the other day about the Sunday scaries. I did a whole episode on the Sunday scaries and just being like dreading going to work the next day and it kind of got me thinking like why do people dread going to work the next day? It's like okay maybe you've been thinking about or putting off a bad energy towards Mondays or maybe there's a coworker that you have beef with and you don't want to see them. You know, you didn't see them for two days and you're just dreading going back and seeing them. Or maybe you have a project that like you're not passionate about but that you have to get done. There's so many different things that could force us to feel just kind of sad on Sunday to get back to regular life on Monday. And then we can kind of go into the whole like, you know, don't live just for the weekends kind of thing. But it's a very, very real experience for a lot of people. They dread Mondays. So I think when you can kind of pinpoint where exactly this bad mood is coming from, it's super, super helpful. So let's just say, for example, maybe he put an exam on like a Monday morning. Maybe this is like a 9 a.m. class and he put an exam on like Monday morning. And so Sunday, obviously, you're studying your little booty off and you are really, really stressed about it. Obviously, it's easy in this example to pinpoint where you need to protect your energy. And first off, it's from the asshole professor. So when you walk into class, you need to put up like this invisible shield of like, okay, I'm here to learn the class. It's not about the professor. It's not about me. It's about passing the class and getting my degree. Check. And then you also know that a source of stress, a source of a bad vibe is coming from this exam that you have, especially on a Monday morning. And you're probably like, who schedules this exam at this time? You're probably like bitching to your friends and they're all like, yeah, what an asshole. So the energy that you're giving this 9 a.m. exam is negative. This kind of segues me into point number two, be selective with who and what gets access to your energy and then what type of energy you give it. So in the example with the Monday morning 9am test, be careful with who you're going to give your energy to and what type of energy you're going to give it because that would probably ultimately impact the test results, right? When we talk about being selective with who and what gets access to your energy, for me, this means like a, a hard boundary for me 
is no social media, no phone, no email in the morning. Why exactly do I do this? Because having to log on to my phone and seeing messages from people first thing or emails from people first thing, that sounds really, really draining. Setting boundaries is is hard. I think it's kind of more of a learning experience than anything, but when you become crystal clear on what you're okay with and what you're not okay with, it's a lot easier to set boundaries and stay firm in them. Whether this is at school or at work or within your friends or family members or relationships, whatever it is, when you set a boundary, you have to stick to it because a boundary is not really a boundary if you're willing to bend on it, right? Step number four is to know what to do when you need an energy shift. More often than not, it's actually a lot easier to shift your energy than you think. And this might mean putting on a good playlist or going for a walk or going for a run or calling a friend and just venting or maybe it's writing in a journal or meditating, um, even just taking a couple deep breaths. Like they always tell you if you're in a stressful situation, like, you know, count to 10 or take a deep breath or I don't know, whatever. People have different like life hacks for different things, but finding little things that you can do when you're not feeling 100% or when you're feeling like your energy has been messed with can truly give you so much time back into your life. Like there's no need to sit in a bad mood when there are like a million things that you can do about it. So the quicker you can recognize, okay, something is messed with my, my vibe, I'm not feeling like my energy is great right now, and then take action on it, the sooner you can get back to feeling good again. So those are my four tips to protecting your energy, becoming hyper aware of how you feel, being selective with who and what gets access to your energy, setting crystal clear boundaries, and knowing how to make a shift when you need it. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope that it helped. If it did, be sure to let me know by leaving a five-star rate and review, and that just helps more people find and listen to the show. If you guys want to see more from me, you can follow me on Instagram at lilyrayco. I also have an Instagram for the podcast. It's called 8020pod, 8020pod. Be sure to subscribe to the show if you haven't already. I post new episodes every single Monday and Thursday. I love you guys lots. Have a great rest of your week, and I will talk to you soon. Bye.